be Derek Grace number one and Derek Grace number two. <laughs> yes. Is Raul getting on? I don't know. I haven't heard from him. What a loser. What do you mean? Do you want to be on the podcast? What do you mean? This is Derek Grace. Derek Grace. Oh, uh, Lindsay, Lindsay's on the iPad. I'm Derek Grace number two. Oh, yeah. I think you guys should distinguish because I don't get confused on who's number one and who's number two. I mean, we look alike, so. Yeah, so there's that. <laughs> How's the yeah. cabin? Are you going to sit on the podcast with us? Yeah, let me finish what you already did. You just asked me to do. Oh, okay. Well, then we'll yelling. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> Can't handle it when you guys fight. It's okay. <laughs> Real estate agents will understand our podcast because we're all over the place. <laughs> I know, right? Girl! Wait, my phone's ringing. <laughs> Hold on, I'll be back. Yeah, I can show you a house right now. <laughs> yes, I'm not doing anything else. Definitely not on vacation. I'm definitely not at the cabin right now. Are you guys loving yeah. it? Yeah, every time we get here, I feel like there's a lot of, like, work that we have to do. Like, we have to, like, because we put everything away in, like, locked areas because we wanted to rent it out. Oh, and then maybe. now COVID, like, there's, like, a restriction mm-hmm. on um, vacation rentals. Yeah. So I can't rent it out right now. And so I just pulled everything back out and set well, everything up. Can you Airbnb it? Yeah. So it's on Airbnb. Um, it's on Airbnb, Vacasa, and VRBO. And it's a Bear Lake, right? Mm-hmm. So if we could take rentals right now, I could probably get some money. <laughs> no, no, but somebody else said that their property was getting a lot of hits on. Um, What was that one called? Airbnb. And I was wondering how that was happening, but I pay a property manager, so maybe... Maybe it's just specific to that company because there's a lot of things going on still on Airbnb. I was just looking because I'm sick of it being cold and I wanted to go to, like, somewhere warm. And Mm -hmm. so I was looking for, like, this weekend and next weekend, and it didn't seem any different other than now people have, like, disclaimers saying like that their stuff sanitized sweet <laughs> yeah they're like sanitized no covid i feel like i can see someone else in your camera that's you can this that's, is mercadilly that's mercadilly <laughs> hi <laughs> she does insurance with lens yeah and then Dilly. Is that her name? No. <laughs> it's Mercedes. <laughs> it's Mercedes. Okay. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> she works with Lindsay. Oh, cool. And then we got Jamie on the couch, and Tyson just barely left, but yeah. Our house cat. Those are your kids? Yeah. All, all of them are the kids, yeah. They're the kids. We're all got the kids. We're the parents of everybody. Got They're it. Kids. Yeah. I still am not a parent. <laughs> yeah, Derek's definitely the only parent. The only Whatever. Parent. Okay. okay. Is, I'm just a boss. That's Raul's number in our in our chat that I text you on, right? Basically, I'm a three-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Stephen, Raul, and Derek are huh. on that one. Yeah, I haven't heard from Raul, so I don't know what he's doing. 
Lamo. What? I tried to write Lamo and it said lamps. Lamps. <laughs> I love oh, perfect. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. That'll be your intro. Now introduce yourself. <laughs> I, I need to try to burp again. Um, what are you guys so drinking? Do you, do you want to wait for Stephen? I have nothing to drink. I'm drinking a Sprite. Have you ever tried to push it for out? No, but I think that's something we could talk about on the podcast. What was that? Steven said, have you ever tried to push a burp out and you pooped your pants? No, gross. And I said, no, but I think we can talk about it on the podcast. I usually don't have to push. It usually just falls out. (laughs) (laughs) I am seriously so highly offended right now. That is disgusting. I know. You get offended very easily. It's the best. You stand up and it's like just gone. It's it's a ghost poop. (laughs) All right. I feel like I just keep fixing my hair because I can look at myself. It's still curled. <laughs> yeah, it is. I curled it again after that. Oh, I, I haven't washed my hair still. My, just kidding. This is round two. My, I need to dye my hair again. Again? It's black. The last three days. Of- it's blonde. You, you need a touch up? Yeah, I got no, to touch up my roots. <laughs> touch up my roots. Yeah, whenever he's ready, we'll just start off introducing ourselves and how long we've been real estate agents, and then we'll just go from there. I have a list of things we can talk about. Okay. So how's Lynn's? How are you? I am good. I'm drinking Moscow Mule. What? Ooh. I like Moscow Mules. I know you do. That's the first time I ever had one was at your house. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're dangerous. You drink They're one so and then you're like, that just tasted like water. It's not even a big deal. Let me have 10 more. And then you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hi. Yep, that's been my life. Like, no, it's, it's okay. That's like me with wine. Yeah, that's me with like literal anything. Let's be real. Alright. <laughs> I've never been to your guys' house. I know. No. It's I'm just... gonna invite myself over one of these days. You can come You're over anytime. Okay. Open invite. Our house just always has people coming and going, so most so people you live sh- so close to me. I know. I know. We literally live like right up the street. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Drive my kid there. Used to drive my kid right by your house every day. You go to Odyssey? Mm-hmm. Back before COVID. Before. Is this going to be like, you know how it was like before Christ and after death? <laughs> oh my God, yes. We got to come we, up. We have to start the timeline. I love it. I know, it's the best. I love it. We're starting it. We're starting the fucking timeline. Makes it's gonna some- be BC again. BCCC. And uh, I don't know that you like it. BC before COVID. Before COVID. <laughs> and then AC 
after COVID. We'll make shirts. Yeah. We'll put BC the po- and AC. We'll put the podcast logo on it and we'll sell them. <laughs> AC, AC, BC. AC, AC, BC. Yes. <laughs> and then we could do that ACDC logo thing. Yeah. Yes. And we got to make shirts that say fresh out of quarantine. Fresh out of quarantine. Yes. <laughs> Instead of kind of fresh out of Compton. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we all have to have gold chains for that. For sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. What was the other one that was? Oh my god. I so someone sent me a TikTok, and so then I was like scrolling through TikTok, mm-hmm. and then I saw this one that was all Carol Baskin. Yes. <laughs> Killed her like, cousin. Like, we gotta learn the dance, Jess. <laughs> no, have you seen the one that um, they're all? I'm gonna find that. My phone will show it to you. Okay. Did you take your dogs with you, Jess? All of them? All five. All five. Yeah, I got all five this time. I didn't leave one. I'm, I missed them. I got to come see them on Monday. I know. They're so cute and squishy. That's what puppies do. Love their little faces. And my child literally stayed with her all the time. Okay. Hey, watch this. It's funny. You got to watch, Linz. I'm watching. Oh, shit. Hold on. It doesn't have sound. Scroll up and then, or there you go. (laughs) Oh my god. Wait, do it again. (laughs) Do it again, do it again. I, I watched that and I was like, oh my fucking god. That's do fucking it again, awesome. Jess. Do it again. Hold on. Hold on. Mercedes wants to see it. It's so funny, Kay. other video and um this mom like dressed up her kids as stick figures in glow sticks. oh yes i saw that one when you put the glow that stick one. on wrong i don't know if it was because i had too many drinks last night but it was so fucking funny to me <laughs> like i could just i couldn't stop laughing <laughs> i showed it to steven and he's all why is this funny and i was like really i watched it today and i was like that's not as funny as I thought it was last night. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, you and I need to be in the same frame. Why are you drinking um, Sprite? Dude, you're, like, it's so small over there. <laughs> he needs room. Your daddy needs room. Your daddy. <laughs> Dude, I was seriously like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, what did Just I tell like, you? Oh my god, how much did I drink? 
Hi. Hey, Steven. Hi. Hi, you guys ready? You want to do a podcast now? Do it. We'll start with you, Steven. Why do I always have to look like poo? What's up with your can? Look at this can. Alright, Frigga starts. The bottom blew out. I'll probably go grab a puppy. That happens to her a lot. Her bottom blows out. She blows out her bottom. All right, Stephen, start with you. You got to introduce yourself and how long you've been a real estate agent. Um, introduce myself? Yeah. Don't make him edit the shit out of this. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not editing nothing. This is great. Um, my name is Stephen David. Sal is over. Um, I've been doing real estate. Because I won't pull it up on this. But I know what right. I'm yeah, yeah, two years. But, um, I don't know what. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Two years? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell yeah. you. Cool. Okay. Okay. Plus another four years. So I think a total of six years. Yeah. Okay. okay. There you go. Okay. Okay. Six, seven. This is going to be excruciating. I don't know how long I've been doing real estate. You've been doing real estate. Seven or eight years. Fourteen. So six years. Six no. years. Yeah. No way. Do some math here. So we're in 2020, and it's yeah. you started in 2014, yeah. right? Six so that's years. six years. Yeah. I feel okay. like it wasn't six years ago, and you were already doing real estate things when we were all at the pool. Remember, Jess? So we moved into that house in 2015. Huh. That was only that long ago? And I was... So it was five years ago. Yeah, and I was doing and stuff. And he had been doing it for about Eagle, a year. Yeah, in Eagle Mountain. Yeah. Plus one. Yeah, so he's it's been doing real estate since 2014. I've been doing real estate since 2012. I've been doing it since 2016. You get it, girl. Bonus mine. 18? Not as successful as y'all. Yes, you are. I don't even lie. I mean, now. Now <laughs> I can be. Once I decide to not be just... Eric been doing real estate. I've been doing it since in December. It'll be two years. Yeah. Nice. How long yeah. did it take you guys to get through the school? Um, when I actually actually did the school, like a few weeks. It only took you a couple weeks to do the school? I think like three or four. Yeah, she hit it hard. I was doing it like right after I was done with work. I would come home and I would do it from like five till nine every day. And then, wow. and then I went and passed my test right before we left for vacation on Memorial Day weekend. And I was like, this is going to stop my whole weekend. I have to pass. <laughs> and they did. Yeah. And then we went camping. <laughs> we went camping. And then I was like, oh, real estate agent. It took Congratulations. Me a, it took me a while to get through school. I think it took me a couple months, but I still worked full time. So and then I, yeah. it took me, I think, from like. When did, is winter, I, I want to say it was like right after Christmas, 
Um, it was when the government actually I remember that it was the one the government shut down. So when the government shut down, it was like right then that I um, had my trailer. That was in 2013. Yeah. So um, destroyed. And then Jessica asked me what I wanted to do. And I was like so afraid that she was going to be yelling at me because I lost my job. And I was the one that was taking care of us because she um, was reinventing herself after being on a team. Um, and so super stressed, but she's asking what I wanted to do and decided to do real estate. So it took me, I think it was like February or December, December, somewhere around there until like November. So it took me about 10 months to do, but I was lucky enough to actually be able to shadow Jessica and do all of her transactions and go with her to all of her showings and yeah. um oh that's my how gosh. I was that's how I was too. You guys you and Derek's whole story is legitimately like the same thing. Cause really? he he <laughs> he woke up one morning and was late and it was the last time that he ever could have been late for his job without <laughs> them firing him. And yeah. so he was like, well, I guess I don't, I don't work anymore. And I was like, then you better decide what the fuck you're going to do. <laughs> so, and he was like, I'm like, you, you have to jump full in. This is your opportunity. Like sometimes. I already sometimes started school universe, before yeah, that. Yeah, he had already started school before that, but he wasn't like, um, I, I want to say you were serious, but you weren't like actively. It like, wasn't my. Wasn't it wasn't my plan thing. to do it full time. That's for sure. And um, so yeah, it's, it's essentially the same story because he was taking care of us, and I was just trying to figure out how to do the stuff. And he was like, "Okay," and I was like, "Sometimes the universe works that way. It's just an opportunity, and it's forcing you out of your comfort zone so that you have to dive in, and you actually have to make this work." So we both do. So let's do it. And then I got done with school and I had to go teach myself how to pass the GED because I didn't have a high school diploma before I could take my <laughs> oh, test. You told me that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so I learned how to do it on, exactly. on Facebook. Or not Facebook, YouTube. YouTube. I took some classes on YouTube, took two or three practice tests, what? and I went and took my test. And then two days later, I did the real estate test. Isn't that so cool that you can learn, like, anything on YouTube now? Dude, I yes. love it. <laughs> yeah, I learned how to have an open-heart surgery. So you're so good? Now I, you, so now I perform open-heart surgery. You're, nice. you're certified? Okay, you're good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made a, a certification and everything, so... You made it? You made it? I learned. I spent, I think, 10 hours learning it one day. He made a certification on Canva. On Canva. <laughs> yeah. Hey. So. Just, just, just move to Mexico for a year and then come back and say you're an educated doctor. You're yeah, fine. That's that, that happens. Works. They do that. It is how it works. Just don't get killed by the cartels or. And the United States recognizes it as you having like being a professional. So. Sweet. You what? They recognize licenses from other. Other countries. Yeah. From other countries. And Mexico will give you a license as long as you do it for a year. I already have a license. I don't need one. <laughs> I just, I just said that. 
<laughs> you really have a license. He made did. Up. Took him ten well, hours on, I, on YouTube. I took the class. I know how to do it. Okay. I, right. I trust you. So, what are you guys seeing in the market? What's going on lately? There's houses. There's houses for sale. And buyers and sellers. No, um, I think appraisals like are, is like the biggest thing that I'm working with or that I'm trying to deal with this week. Like every single one of my transactions have had appraisals coming in low. And yeah. it's not like, I could understand if, if it was a stretch, like, I, cause I feel like last year at this time, we could re- literally write any number on an offer yes. and they would find value up to that number. Yep. But um, now it's like, we have properties that are in, let's say in the same community, like a townhouse and where there's other ones that have sold, same exact layout, same square footage, same everything. Came in at 407.5, but they appraised the house for 406. And one of the comps that they used is a Rambler townhome. So you've got obviously half the square footage is in the basement where the, the subject property was three levels above ground. And not more than a block away from that property, there was other properties that had sold um, for 479,000 at about 600 square feet, 700 square feet more. But wow. like, there's no reason why that appraiser shouldn't have been able to find value. I've got, I think a lot of so appraisers now, as well as like lending institutions are being very conservative. Um, I think a, there's a fear of the unknown. So everybody's just trying to protect like the economy as much as but possible. I don't I don't understand I don't understand what they would gain by undervaluing homes right that's going to have the adverse effect if they start devaluing properties yeah right so Stephen did you challenge it um yeah so I will hear back on one on Monday um we challenged one and I sent over comps. I actually found a property that was under contract that had sold or that was, um, they already had the appraisal done on it. Yeah. Came in at 340,000. Um, the property that we had under contract is 320,000. Um, it came in Tidewater doing, I don't know if you guys are familiar with what Tidewater is. I don't no. think so. When a VA appraisal comes in low. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. They call it Tidewater, but so, they never tell you what it came back at. They just tell you that it came back low. And they give you like 24 hours to send over whatever comps you have. So you mean you could be apart by 300,000 or $30,000, but they will never, they'll never tell you. Um, you'll just get what the final number is. So anyway, I found a bunch of properties, uh, and one that had under contract that the appraisal came in at 340 and they, the appraisal when they, it was all said and done came in at 305, which I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah. Is it because they are just doing like drive-by ones or do you think it's coming more from the lender side? Well, that's the other funny story is that there's another property that we've got where the appraisal came in at value and um, the the appraisal desk, they've got to review them. Um, They've got to basically, uh, you know, look and check to make sure the value is there. And so when they went in, they're like, there's no way um, that the property is worth what they have it under contract for. And they spent, I guess, all day yesterday and a couple hours today, um, and the lender sent over the appraisal, and the desk said, we can actually turn them in and they can get in trouble because they 
added a bunch of value that they shouldn't have added value for like $16,000 for the lot size when I guess like all they should be able to, to appreciate the value is like $2,000. Mm-hmm. So they just, it was just, I guess it was crap. Yeah. So now the appraisal. I don't know. I kind of feel like that's baloney. I feel like the second appraiser was just trying to save his own ass. He's not an appraiser, though. He's on the appraisal desk. Is he Is under like underwriting board? for him? Like doing yeah. the underwriting? Yeah. Because, so, like, so. you got your appraisal, and then even when they submit all the papers through lending, it still has to go through underwriting, and they have to approve what the appraisal was. So it's like a double right. check There's- system. There's a, their appraisal desk that everything gets ordered from, and they've got to verify to make sure everything's the way that it should be. Yeah. So it sounds like there's like a checks and balances just on the appraisal part. Yeah. And then they send that information, I think, over to the underwriter. Yeah. And they sign off on it. But when he went through it, he's like, this is crap. I, he just tore it apart. And um, so now we're trying to come up, figure out where to come up with value because it's putting buyers in a situation where they were planning on not having to pay closing costs and now the appraisals are coming in low so they're having to pay closing costs. So it's just, that's probably the biggest thing that I'm dealing with right now. Um, I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty in the market with with buyers and or sellers um, where buyers are kind of, they were right, when this all started, I was just I was concerned about it slowing down, and I didn't. I don't feel like it slowed down, but I think as times progressed, um, more people have been furloughed. I think people that have been close to people have been furloughed, and like, that concerns people. Um, so I feel like the the impact outlook, yeah, or the optim the optim optim optimism optimism um, yes. is maybe diminished a little bit. Oh, I think so. I think everybody's just going insane. They're sick of this, but they also don't have enough information to go off of to base a long-term decision off of either. Which is why that's the hesitation. The... Go ahead. Nope, that's fine. It's just, I was just completing Derek's sentence <laughs> like I usually oh. do. Um, and that's the crazy thing. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know why in their right mind they would ever think about, like, removing the shelter in place and doing that. People, I, w- I wish that everybody had street smarts or was, had, co- had common sense and not do stupid stuff. But the problem is, is that you've got people that don't care or they're just not concerned or, or whatever that is. And I just, like, we've tried to prevent um, the spike I think, and I think we, or at least Utah has done a really good job. And I think that's the reason why, you know, our numbers and everybody keeps going back to numbers as far as um, like New York, it's like that and saying, well, we're not, we're not like New York. Um, and I think the only reason why New York is where it is is because there people live in such close proximity yeah. Yeah. Um, exactly. that it was bound to happen. But I think that if they allow places, everybody to start going back to work, that's where we're going to end up that spike and I just think that it's it sucks where we are right now but I think it's gonna suck even more and it's gonna prolong the situation I, yep by removing the I agree uh, I agree yeah. I agree completely because I was just saying this the other day I was like you know if we would have just all hit it really hard and taken it like 
really seriously and just stay home. Stop interacting. Like, stop doing the things. We can all stop doing things for a little while, like, even if it was just two months. But we would have already been done if we would have all just done that. Right. That's a hard hard for people to understand. We live in such a free country that trying to tell somebody to stay in place and not do anything. The other side of that is, or governments can can't wrap our head around it. Yeah, and that's the thing that I have the hardest time with. Is like I could understand if it was an American thing. It was just in America. I could I could see that. Right. But it affected everybody globally. And why, if everybody else hasn't done that, other states haven't done that. They've done the shelter in place and they've they've quarantined and they still had the results that they did, why do us as Americans, first of all, think that this is a government Because Americans are not worldly, typically, I feel like, um, for the most part, in general speaking. Um, I feel like we, we all just kind of think of the world as just what we know, um, which is just America. So, of course, naturally, they're going to to assume it's our government preventing us from doing stuff that and stepping on our rights and, and all these things when realistically it's just like I was telling I was telling Derek I think last night it's like a parent perspective like when you have to ground your kid that's not ideal for anybody but it has to be done in order to prevent further things from happening or things getting worse like if you don't keep your kid home or you don't set rules or boundaries, then they're just, it's just crazy. It's chaos. But if you do, then they learn the lessons and they learn how to be disciplined and they learn how to be adults and how to grow. And And isn't it sad that it took this to make people wash their effing hands? Right. (laughs) Now can we all work on brushing our teeth, please? And wiping our own asses? I don't don't wash my hands. I don't wash my hands and I don't wash my butt. Well, I mean, I guess. And I now you know where all the toilet paper is going. <laughs> no, he should. That's why we have so much toilet paper, right? He, he, he told me he shits in the shower. Yep. It's much easier that it's way. It's a lot more <laughs> 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 oh. My drain actually comes off. Everything goes <laughs> My drain comes off. <laughs> everything goes to poop all the time. <laughs> Yeah, we have some shitty conversations. It's okay. So we did a Easter basket for our kids that was um, kind of toilet a play, paper. yeah, a play on it. So we actually gave them a roll of toilet paper, and they had like these little candies, like the something flush, like candy flush or yes, something like that. I've seen them. And then a plunger, and we put a letter in there that said, even though the current state of our world is shit, life is still pretty sweet, and put candy in there. That's cute. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, how do you think it's going to turn out? Do you think it's going to spike after all of this in the housing market anyways? Do you think everybody's going to be like, oh, okay, that wasn't so bad. It's totally going to spike. So the averages on market have been going down and down and down and down. So people are still buying. People that can buy are still buying. Yeah. We've had maybe a handful of people fall out because they lost their job or something changed with their financial circumstances. But for the most part, people are still performing. But even then, that's a temporary change. It's not like it's not it's not permanent. Yeah. You know, as long you gotta as be quarantined per- somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Everyone needs a quarantine spot. True. 
It's a great reason. excuse to use quarantine to unpack your house, right? Or pack right? it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I was just going to expand on the whole, um, I was just going to say that uh, as long as the appraisers quit fucking around. <laughs> Damn appraising. Yes. We're already dealing with enough shit of people losing their jobs. Right. Like, stop right. making it even harder by by seeing that there's value there and, and undervaluing properties. Yeah, I don't see what the advantage to that would be or what the angle is there. Like, what, what would possibly be the angle of that? Yeah, I mean, there's enough money getting dumped into the market to back all those loans, so I don't really under understand. I don't understand the undervaluing of the properties. I, I don't know. I don't know if it has anything to do with trying to make them more... I think it has to do with the lenders trying to be conservative because the because lenders, of, you know, send it through the appraisal desk. They usually use the same appraisal companies to do their appraisals mm -hmm. so they might say look i need to make sure that you're as conservative as possible i want to make sure i'm not making a bad investment mm -hmm. yeah and i guess also, that makes sense but i'm also saying okay your credit score needs to be this your debt to income ratio needs to be that well that's because it makes it more appealing to the secondary money market the investors yeah it's, are, it's the investors i think that are coming in with the issues the ones that yeah, really so want to back those instance, loans for. um if a lender sees like we've got a client right now that um we'll find out on monday whether she's got COVID or not but she uh we may end up having to get um, give her, have her give the power of attorney to somebody so that they can sign on behalf of her. But that creates its own problems because if they see that it was signed by somebody else, they're going to know that she's sick. They're going to ask why, right? And right. if she's sick, nobody's going to pick it up. Because so, then what if she dies? Right. So this Let's not hope for that. <laughs> Even though... Diet Coke... And it's orange vanilla. Yeah, it's orange vanilla, and it's making. Why me... are you guys sober living right now? Because we didn't bring anything with us. I'm concerned. <laughs> are you? Do, do you need okay. us to make a run for you? You're only a couple hours away. No, I just didn't want to. I don't know. You didn't want to go stand in line. I don't like drinking when my daughter's with us. I get that. Um, yeah, just because... Jess scared you last time? Me, <laughs> I ruined her birthday oh party. Yeah. Um, me and Jessica may or may not drink too much when we drink. And so... Um, if we drink too much, I just want to be crazy between her and I, not with the kid in the house. Yeah. And I guess I pick on my daughter when I'm drunk. Like, I tease her and try to wrestle with her and... <laughs> So and yeah, obnoxious. So he's very annoying. When he's <laughs> yeah, that's what we do to our sons constantly. So they're I mean, just happy when we Don't drink, get me wrong. Then we kind every of once in a while, at least one of us has to be the adult. It just happens that we're both being an adult today. Yeah, that, that's usually you know, my job. I've been living with two day drinkers and night drinkers <laughs> and morning <laughs> drinkers for the last week. Two. It's been chaos. Who? Me, I've only been drunk since Tuesday. <laughs> you? Yes. Eric Grace, too? Yeah. So, um, definitely, I have been drunk since Tuesday. 
been drunk literally since Tuesday. It starts with mimosas and then it's it just down from It didn't start with mimosas. There. It starts with the night before. That's why you need the mimosas. <laughs> Bloody Marys. I know, but Derek won't freaking make them for us anymore because he hates me. No, I just day. hate making Bloody Marys. They're nasty. Yeah, they're, yeah. He doesn't I drink gotten them, over but he makes the salty. best. <laughs> Apparently I make a good Bloody Mary, but the I never know. The fucking best. Like, not a good one. Like, a good one is like, okay, that's, that's all right, that'll work. No, they're but, literally everything. It's because you take everything <laughs> that is nasty <laughs> and put it together, and everybody thinks it's good for some reason, as long as you put vodka in it. Nobody knows how he does it, but it's amazing, because he doesn't even catch up bacon shit. in it, and... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bacon, bacon. Uh, celery, olives. Celery, the asparagus. Like yeah, but it's usually Shrimp. too salty. Maybe no. you need to replenish your electrolytes. The salt just goes on the outside, and that's just celery salt on the rim. No, like, the mix is usually pretty... Oh, he makes his own. Well, this I don't, is all yeah, from I don't scratch. Use a mix. We start with... Oh, really? Just, we start I'll with, like, V8. either V8 or Clamato. I think seven. Clamato's the best, honestly. Clamato? Mm-hmm. I, the name just makes me feel uncomfortable. I've never <laughs> drinking Clamato, but it really sounds like clam yeah. and tomato. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, yeah. too. I'm like, that's nasty. Is yeah. it not clam and tomato? It is clam. It is, it is clam, clam and tomato. It's lime. Juice. It's, like, horrible. Yeah. I like clam juice. No, thank you. I like it. Same thing with, like, a bloody beer. Like, I don't juice. know Come who on, drinks like it. I hate clam juice. It's a different kind of clam juice. <laughs> 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 Jess's look at you before she, like, realized what was being said was epic. <laughs> Just knew. We were on the same page. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, I like that. Moving on. We can move on. (laughs) I actually prefer oyster juice over clam juice. Ew. Oyster? That's like oily. Right? That's gross. That's nasty. (laughs) That's nasty. (laughs) Um, So, but no, I... I think you're just bomb. (laughs) Um, so (laughs) anyhow but yeah um, I just think that a lot of lenders and underwriters and processors are just being super conservative I think everybody's super afraid that the market's going to collapse so I posted something the other day that a recession does not equal a housing crisis yes Especially because when, especially when the president not, used to be a realtor, he knows exactly how yeah. valuable the housing market is. Yeah. Wow. And like we just all complained about overvaluing, our appreciation has been at a very steady level. It yeah. hasn't shot up sixteen percent like it did in two thousand seven, right before everything collapsed. Right. Right. So, like, yeah, we bitch about it, but it's probably actually a good thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, all in all, I think that's that's where maybe their goal is. There's their fucking value at two thirty five, three thirty five, and there's supporting documentation that shows that there's value at three thirty five, and they come in at three fifteen. I don't see how that can benefit the well, market. I think that we I could agree. all say that pricing it at value and appraising it at value and not inflating value right. is the right choice. Absolutely. But don't undervalue it just for but the yeah, sake of but undervaluing it. Don't undervalue it. it because you're scared. Right. Let's. 
if the like, value is there, the value is there. Right. right. So if the numbers are there, then that's what it is. Like not, You can't put your own emotions or thoughts or any of that all in into it. That's why it's a numbers game. Like, we're, we're all on the same team. Like, why are they trying to battle against us? We're all just trying to get it done. <laughs> um, I don't know. Appraisers are... They, just, they feel like they're on their own they team. Just, <laughs> they are definitely... They don't feel like they're on our team. You're not supposed to talk bad about no, I'm, I'm not. I'm just joking. My freaking cousin's uh, an appraiser. He's actually a BA appraiser, I think. No, he's a county assessor. Oh, he's a county assessor now. So, uh, so essentially kind of the same thing. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a. Your cousin's gonna kick your ass. We've got um, a friend to uh, Andrew Diaz. He's an appraiser and a real estate agent. Yeah, and he's on obviously he can't work on the same files. Right. Obviously. Why? You can't commingle. If you're, if you're licensed in multiple things, you can't work on the same files. Yeah. Conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The lender and the appraiser at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I changed my hat. <laughs> Just like you can't be the lender or the mor- mortgage loan person and the realtor for the same person at the same time. Yeah. Um, I feel like a lot of people. But you can have both that licenses. A long time ago, but it won't work. What? You can't do both. You can do both, just not on the same person, not for the same. Right. Yeah. Was that a you home have, phone? That's no, no, it's our um, it's ring. It's our ring. Doorbell. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm like, you, you guys are at a vacation home? Do you, you guys have, have bears? 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 Is yeah. it a bear? What a deer. Yeah, I've never seen a bear up here. They're a bear oh. lake. Right. Bear <laughs> there's a lot of deer, there's moose, and there's a lot of turkeys. Yeah. It's not good when you start seeing bears, though. That's because they're they're starving and they're not afraid of you anymore. We have lots of deer. Yeah, I, I don't see. I don't foresee us having bear. I'd see a mountain lion before a bear. Do you wonder uh, why it's called Bear Lake? Yeah. I don't know why it's called that? Because the bears used to swim in the lake, but then they all got deported. Have you guys seen the monster <laughs> yet? Have you guys seen the oh the Bear Lake monster? The Bear no. Lake monster. Nessie? You need to come here with us one of these days and spend a weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's we do it. Do the vacation podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. As soon as it warms up, then we can all jump in the lake. But it's cold as shit. Yeah. yeah. It is. Well, it's we'll deep. In the lake. It's naturally colder than mm-hmm. most lakes. Steve jumped in the lake the first week of January. I'd do it. I wouldn't. The only, the only bad idea that I had is wearing a pair of, like, a onesie uh-huh. to jump into the water. I didn't bring a towel. I didn't bring anything. So I had to run back to my vehicle, <laughs> drenched. So freezing. Freezing. And I'm like, screw that. I was a lot colder than I thought. <laughs> I knew it was going to be really cold. Yeah, but if you it have was to a jump lot in water. colder than I thought it was going to be. If you have to jump in cold 